<laughs> Take two. You're our first guest. So. <laughs> oh, you're good. You're good. Are you? Okay, now we're recording. And okay. We have to redo that whole thing again. <laughs> so, Andre, we. Uh, oh, wait, I'm sorry. You ready? You yeah, because he was drinking. Okay. I didn't, I didn't oh, my it. fault. No, it's all good. All right, Andre, wait, do you want. Do I want what? You want speaker view? What's that mean? The view here. Okay. That way, oh, it is on. It is on speaker view. Let's do that one. Okay, Gallery. Okay, yeah. okay. All right. <clears throat> All right, Andre. We are glad that you're here with us. Um, but here. first question that we're gonna ask is, when you hear testimony service, what song uh, comes to mind? Uh, it's gotta be. Um, Can't nobody do me like Jesus. Can't nobody. Do me like the Lord, can't nobody do me like Jesus. He's my friend. Yes, he is. That's a good one. That, that it is. That's a classic. It that's, is. That's, that's, you can't go we wrong. Go into that. <laughs> right. If, now, if you don't know that song, you don't know testimony service. <laughs> Listen. You, you might not know God. I just want to. Don't do the same. <laughs> but for real, though. <laughs> So Andre, tell us a little yeah. bit about you, what you do, and your organization, Three Kings Ministries. Awesome. Um, my name is Andre, of course. I have six foster sons. Um, currently, three are in my home. Uh, yes, so they range from, the oldest would be 20 in a couple of days, and the youngest is 15. Um, so pretty interesting lifestyle. Um, I also, like you said, have Three Kings Ministries, which is a mentorship program for young men ages 12 to 21. A um, little bit about why I started it. Honestly, it's uh, being a foster parent. Also, I work in a residential facility for at-risk youth. Um, a lot of what I see is a lot of these young men are just angry. Um, they're, they're mad. It could be from mom doing something, dad doing something, or just life. They witness so much they shouldn't have to at a young age, um, and they're angry. Um, some of them are sad that comes out as anger. So with Three Kings, we want to, um, we have three tiers, uh, first, first Kings, Second Kings, and Third Kings, um, and that's just divided by, by age. Um, and at the early stage, we want them to start having their wheels turning. What are you interested in? Um, if you could have your own business, what would it be? Um, in the next stage, they will meet mentors in those fields. Um, I want to have a network of entrepreneurs that are willing to basically job shadow. Um, and then there is the third Kings, which they will be able to go out to the field, um, do those job shadowing. I want to eventually have, um, which actually just have a partnership with someone um, and do a jail ministry. So the older ones will be able to go into the jails and to not only see what life is like if they were to choose the wrong path, but also that you can overcome as well. Um, <clears throat> so that's a little bit about that. We also have different side businesses with Three Kings uh, because I want to also establish jobs for these young men to work at. So we cut grass, we, we mow uh of course, McCuff's grass. <laughs> we uh, have shoveled uh, snow in the winter. We help people move. We haul junk. So just give them something to do. Also make some money in their pocket, put some money in their pockets that is not on the streets. Yeah. Right. 
So I know you talked a little bit, um, you were starting to explain like why you started doing this. So can you give yeah. a little bit of uh, <clears throat> just where the idea was birthed from? Yeah. So definitely, um, it's kind of crazy that you asked that because last night um, I have, if I'm being honest and transparent, you know, life got me and I'm not always reading my word like I should. Um, but last night I was like, let me just get my word. Um, and I turned to Second Kings, you know, don't give me the TV exact uh, chapter, but basically um, there were three kings, uh, king of Israel, king of Judah, uh, and there's one more. And basically they were uh, brought to a place and they thought God was going to have them destroyed. Um, so they went to Elisha and to get a word from him. Um, and basically he was telling them, God didn't bring you here to kill you. <laughs> God brought you here so that way you would be conquerors. Um, and when I read that, something just came over me like, you know, you have to tell these kings that God didn't bring them here to, to kill them. Um, God didn't birth them to, to kill them. For you to be born is such a magnificent thing in the in a sense anyways, because of the chances you are of, you know, being born in the first place. Um, so if you were brought on this earth, you have a reason, you have a purpose. So to help them establish that and recognize that, it's what I feel like I was called to do. Yeah, yeah, especially to foster kids. Yeah. How your kids have they all been through the foster care system or how did how has that worked as far as getting um your foster kids into the program and, and the other um kids that you want to reach is it specifically for foster kids or is it just like a mentorship program at large yes it said definitely at large um so my goal is to really target those who are in foster care also those who are in uh, low-income communities but it is for everybody. Um, I just know that when it comes to trauma, you have more um, chances of succeeding if you have someone there to push you through it. A lot of us who have come up in the natural home um, have had those natural people in our lives that when we have experienced trauma that they pushed us through, but a lot of these kids don't have that. Yeah, you have any questions? So <clears throat> where from your life, like how did, did your life, experience have any influence on your um your organization your program oh yeah um so again being a little bit transparent uh i thought at a young age that you know i had it all my parents were together they were married um when i got older they did end up separating um eventually got a divorce and that kind of changed my i guess mindset on a lot of things you know i was grew up in the church but at that time, I would go to church, wouldn't really feel in it. Um, I literally would go in there and slouch down Old Baptist Church um, <laughs> and just sit there. Um, I was angry. I was mad. You know, I felt that they waited till my senior year to get that divorce. Um, and I'm like, I'm supposed to go to college, you know, supposed to play sports. So I was angry. Um, and I held on a long, I held on to that anger. Um, and then I turned 18. I remember I went to whew, Church of God in Christ, uh, to them. Um, and I met my pastor at the time, which his name was George Anderson. Um, and he really took me under his wing. Uh, I became one of his armor bearers and he really would pour into me. Um, things that people would even imagine him talking about. I would just sit there and listen, uh, and basically up until his, um, transition to heaven, you know, to, so, he would pour so much into me and then I would see that's what a father was. Um, in that sense, you know, my, my, no, no, 
nothing towards my dad. He was a great guy. But at that time, what I needed, that was Pastor Anderson. Um, and so that what he instilled into me because he had no children of his own. Mm. Um, but what he instilled into me was really to take what I have um, and go forward with it. And he would tell the church that he would see um, men coming into the church, just a flood of men. And like now I can see that when I go and take my boys there, that's that's his vision coming to pass, you know, or if I just do what I'm supposed to do as far as being that light for these young men, um, it will, you know, come to pass. And eventually when you talk about helping young men, you talk about restoring fatherhood. Um, and so these, a lot of these young men don't know how to be fathers because they didn't have it. Yeah. So to show them what it is, to, to live it in front of them, um, and then they'll start to duplicate what I do. Absolutely. Yes. That's really good. That restoring fatherhood piece, yeah, especially definitely. when you think about just the father heart of God, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, and I really do think that's just what you're doing is kind of bringing that back to the forefront. What's that, yeah. what's that journey been like for you as far as, um, you know, that's how, that's kind of how you got into it, but yeah. I'm sure like transitioning from not having <laughs> kids None of that in your home. You, I know you yeah. went to a residential facility um, first, and then you kind of got introduced to this world and really right. went head first into it. What's been? How's that been for you? Especially from the perspective of you're not just um, you're not just another residential work worker. Right. They're representing the kingdom of God, and like you said, the Father heart of God. What's yeah. that like for you? Man, <laughs> well. The first, I would say, six months, um, it was hard. I, I, in my mindset, I did not transition my mindset to be a dad, to be a father. I must be honest with you. Uh, my first foster kid, I knew him. I'd worked with him before. Um, I had a mindset, and he had a mindset that was not on the same page. Um, so to him, he looked at me as a brother. Um, to me, I looked at him as a son, but. Not, I didn't look at myself as a father, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, yeah. That's <laughs> and so crazy. it's crazy. Um, I did. And and I did not realize that. So eventually some things happened where he had to be removed from the home, um, which was kind of honestly devastating and traumatic in a sense. Um, I didn't want to get another foster kid. But the day that he left, my next one was coming. Uh, it was already planned in... I was like, man, I'm going to tell him not to come. Uh, but my second one, I knew him also personally from years ago. Um, and he was in the residential facility and I could not bear to see him in there. Um, it just teaches them how to be institutionalized. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I reach out to his worker, told him he could come. Um, and that was the start to me seeing myself as a father. Um, he was younger. We did more one-on-one -on -one things together. Uh, we would have honestly mature conversations about his trauma, about my trauma and how he never thought that he could be living the way he was. Mm -hmm. um, so that's when it started to transition as a father. And now that first one, um, he's actually incarcerated, but he knows me and all the inmates know me as his dad because wow. now I'm the father that I was not then. Wow. Yeah, that is, that's, that's a good story. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's it still came back or he still saw you in that light, even though initially he saw you as a brother, um, yeah. you saw him as a son. That it, it's, it's interesting how it turned to now he sees you as um, what you were supposed to be in the beginning. 
Yeah. Right. Wow. That's right. You're able to impact him right. while he's incarcerated, right. you know, as a father. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And the crazy thing is he's sharing with, um, <clears throat> excuse me, he's sharing with the inmates Bible stories that he learned here. Wow. wow. Um, he called me one time. He was like, you know, what's that guy that was on the mountain that you was like, you know, he couldn't look at God directly. So he had to turn around and say, oh, that's Moses with the yeah. Ten Commandments. And he was like, okay, I'll call you back. And got off the phone to go talk to them <laughs> more about what he had learned. It's like, wow. yeah. We never understand. God's strategic, you know. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is he's so strategic. strategic. Yeah, yeah. That is wild and amazing. It is. You have questions? Um, I don't. I don't think so. Um. Well, what what do you all do now? Um, or how how many um. I should say what what areas do you cover? As far as the three kings are foster yeah. care. So. Both. Um, well, as far as Three Kings, right now we, like I said, we're helping people move. Um, we are hollow away junk for them. Mm. Um, tomorrow I'm going to give a quote for Lady to do her bushes and her yard, yard work. Um, it's a little bit of everything. Lady also calls, she needs her gutters done. Uh, we had a 93 year old woman that needed her house cleaned up. Wow. So we, we honestly, what I say is we're not a moving company. Mm. We are a, we are a mentorship that helps you move. We are for the community, um, so I don't want to be held in one, you know, I guess one box. Yeah. Um, as far as the foster kids, um, so we've been having some rocky days here lately. Um, one of our kids, had, one of my kids, had to get removed, and so right now, what I'm trying to do is build a rapport with these guys because they're newer, mm. um, to still establish myself as father to them. Mm. Um, it's, it's been, like I said, hard, but the Lord told me a couple of days ago, it was just kind of crazy when um, mother child left and I said, if he had the opportunity to come back, would I let him? And so God actually had to show me that um, in my sin, I just being transparent, messing up, God, I laid down one night and I heard an audible voice say, you know, he said, man, I'm showing you in the natural what I can do in the spiritual or what will happen in the spiritual. Yeah. Um, so that was letting me know like the importance of a father, but also the son, you know, yeah. we mess up. We, we mess up all the time. Yeah. And a lot of times we feel distant from God because we choose to go away from him. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what my foster son did. He messed up. So he got in that fight or flight mode. So he just kept going and, and it snowballed. Um, and while I'm telling him, calm down, you're good. You messed up. I'll, you get consequences but you're fine. He's saying, I messed up. I can't stay here. I got to go and goes more and more. And that's how we are with God. He says, I give you grace. Mm. Um, yeah. You're going to get chastised, yeah. but I still love you. Yeah. You're the one staying away from me. And that the old saints would say, you know, uh, don't waddle in it, mm. you know, don't, don't stay there. Yeah. Um, right. So that's what I'm trying to do now is just build a rapport with the guys that I have now uh, establish myself as father or father figure to them um, and help them whatever they want to do. See, that's amazing. Yeah, um, like you were saying with the the whole um, him pushing away, and this is true. Someone told me the a few years ago that um, when we mess up or when we sin, um, it's not that God separates Himself from us; we'll separate right. ourselves from Him because of the shame. Um, right? Who was it? Uh, Isaiah. He's like, I'm a man of unclean lips, and you know all these things yeah. giving reason as to why. Um, he couldn't be perfectly loved by God, um, but God still loved him 
um, right. done what he did. Yeah. And so <clears throat> that is, it's amazing to see, um, you know, to see it played out. And I, I just believe that God still has a plan for, uh, for him. He still yeah. has a plan even to come back like the pro- prodigal son who left. Um, <laughs> you were talking about um, Wallen, and, uh, but he, he left. But yeah. when it was time to come back, man, he came to himself. Absolutely. He went That's back. Right. And father received him with open arms. So um, yeah. I believe that God will give you uh, another opportunity to embrace him again. So, Wow. Yeah. I received that. So how can people support Three Kings Ministries? Where can they find you? <clears throat> Where can they find um, information about the organization? All the yeah. things. Definitely. So we're on Facebook, uh, Three Kings Ministries. And we also have our own website, threekingsministries.org. Um, you can always help us by donating. We have Cash App, Three Kings Men. That's M-I-N. Um, I'm sorry, dollar sign, Three Kings Men. Um, also, PayPal, PayMe at Three, King, at three Kings um, or Cash for Check. Right now, we actually are having a project. We are trying to um, raise enough money to get a truck and a, um, I'm sorry, a trailer it's a crazy story, but I won't hold you too long. But we were had a project to get a um, a plow and a ATV for the snow, and so I reached out to everybody on Facebook. I said, "Talk two thousand dollars." Well, we got that, but when I went there to go see it, it was sitting on a trailer connected to a truck, and the guy eventually, small story short, uh, sorry, long story short, uh, was offered us the whole thing for a small amount of money. Um, so, get a truck, a twenty foot trailer. An ATV um, in the plow and tools less than $9,000. <laughs> so it's crazy. So, and actually, we're almost there. So, what we're going to be doing is uh, selling t shirts. Okay. And um, we're going to get those made for everyone to just help donate. Everybody can buy a t shirt to help us reach our goal. And I'm like I said, we're almost there. We're less than, I probably will less than, probably less half than half. Wow. Wow. That's Talk about favor. Well, definitely. I want a shirt. So awesome. okay. <laughs> absolutely. So just Appreciate send that it. to us and we'll um we'll get it posted and, and share yeah, it. Definitely. Yeah. And yeah, wear we'll it. Post the information mm-hmm. on the Facebook. Yeah. So I'm gonna get a flyer made for that. Uh, we just got the pricing down for the t-shirts and whatnot. So they'll have the three kings in the front. Mm-hmm. Um and on the back it says building fathers from broken sons. That wow. is awesome. I love that. Yeah. Three Kings Ministry, building fathers from broken sons. That wow. might be the title of the episode. Woo. I don't know what I was gonna Listen, call it. I think I appreciate it. Yeah. I do. <laughs> we don't have Listen. no ushers on standby. We been hey, on- you know it don't take much for me. When <laughs> 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 your feet can't do it. <laughs> now mine can. Well, oh, you know, okay. All right. We don't have no ushers, right. so just. Well, I can I can hold myself. <laughs> no, we thank you so much for joining us and telling us all of this. This is this Definitely. I didn't even know because we never yeah. really had we haven't had any conversation in a while. We haven't. But we, we both didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 2020 was so, big. Thank you so much. Like I'm excited for you guys. I'm thank excited, you. especially the new stuff you're about to get in. I know y'all gonna yeah. be. A lot of moving and shaking in Louisville. Yes, so, definitely. Is there anything else you want to add? You want to tell the people anything? No, that's it. Oh, just honestly, just continue to be true to yourself. Um, follow purpose. And that's the best thing you could do. Um, you just feel so free. Follow purpose. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it is. Now you want to sing us out? 
Okay, you don't have to. <laughs> That's how to say it's a dude. Listen, ain't it for real? Come up here and sing a song. Oh my nice. goodness. I came to I came to visit today. I didn't even have anything planned on my heart. <laughs> and then get up there and kill it. Right. right. Exactly. Everybody slain. <laughs> for real. But we're gonna let you go and we're gonna awesome. wrap it up. So Thank you. Yes. Listen, thank you all. Bye. See y'all.